Gets outside. He's got speed. 40, 50. Charles down the sideline. I don't think I caught him Houdini yet, but that's what he is. A speed man to the five and a touchdown for Todd Griffin. And it was all speed. Touchdown, Taylor This is the Oregon Spring Football Podcast. Here's your host, Chase Morgan. Ah, yes, I know you can't wait to hear Jerry again on a football Saturday along with everyone else, the whole cast and crew, Jorgie, Terry, and Joey. We're still quite a ways away from being back at Autzen, but springtime means your Oregon Ducks are back on the field for 15 practices spread across the next five weeks, culminating with the spring game on Saturday, April 30th at 11 a.m., at Autzen Stadium. The first look at the 2016 version of Oregon football, with that, of course, a lot of new faces, including quarterback Dakota Prukop, the transfer from Montana State. You'll hear his thoughts about the opening of spring ball, as well as his new mentor, passing game coordinator and quarterbacks coach David Yost, who joins the Ducks after spending the past three years in Pullman with Washington State. But now we'll get the initial thoughts of head coach Mark Helfrich, who enters his fourth season at the helm. You ready for some football, coach? <laughs> Emphatically, no. Not even close. Um, uh, I mean, like probably 99.99% of everybody are, are uh, and I just told them, you know, our, our energy, um, the, the freshness, the newness, all that was, was excellent. Um, yeah, had a bunch of guys do a bunch of, things really well and I had a bunch of guys do things um, that will correct very quickly on, on on film this afternoon and hopefully never do again um, but um, overall kind of functionally just as far as the first practice with some new coaches and, and um, you know really three quarterbacks in there that were completely new um, that functionally was okay um, with a you know a very high ceiling how different is it out there with two new coordinators and some new quarterbacks um, I mean, it's 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 different just in terms of the voices and how they respond to different things. And uh, you know, Brady Brady Hoke has a fresh fresh first step for a guy in his uh, late fifties. He's almost as old as Jerry Allen. Uh, but uh, you know, he was he was excited to be back out there. Uh, no question about that. And and uh, yeah, you just kind of that's one thing you're doing is you're, you're trying to push everybody in, in different ways and find out what what. Uh, uh, particularly with the quarterbacks, find out what, how they respond to things and what, what motivates them and all those, all those things you're, you're starting to figure out. How much did that change the, the January through March just preparation phase for with the coaching staff, just having two new coordinators? How much did it change? Wait, so, so, so was the last two months any different than last year? Um, not necessarily. I mean, defensively, obviously, the, the terminology is completely new, the, the structure uh, and how we how we organize, how, how we call things is completely different. And so from that standpoint, that there was more of a, a, more of a curve. But the, you know, the daily stuff of, of kind of quality control and, and trying to fit different people in different spots is very similar. Can you take us through these, these next four weeks, what you kind of want to see accomplished week by week? Improvement. I mean, you know, between uh, today's practice, tomorrow's practice, and even Friday's practice, we should ramp up significantly just in terms of you know, knowing where to run to and, and get the get the drills going or get the the uh, different different uh, segments of whether it's seven on seven or red zone or all the different things you do uh, going. But everybody just competing, having great energy and uh, 
being enthusiastic and, and working to, to improve. Spring ball is also a time for experimenting. How much experimenting do you think you're going to do in kind of flipping guys back and forth between, between different positions? Um, offensively, you know, we'll do that quite a bit. Uh, defensively, you know, whether it's a corner safety, safety, nickel, nickel backer type, type thing, uh, all that kind of remains to be seen in, in how guys learn. You know, is really what it comes down to, um, and how much you can you can put on their plate. But we're always in the mode of of more this time of year to to try to force feed it because if it works, it's great. If if you never tried that, you you never know. What's the status of Pharaoh Brown? He was out there today and looked great. Hundred percent. Uh, I don't know what percent he would be. Um, Are you expecting uh, um, to play? Yeah. Yeah. Forgot the front runner at QB. Big gap between him and the rest. I wouldn't say that. I mean, there's not there's not a big gap really after after day one um you know the biggest thing again is just just those guys knowing that they have to run the show and and you know he and all those guys at times they're you know they always you know terry wilson doesn't know where the bathroom is when he's out there running practice you know and and uh uh just just uh was happy again with their their enthusiasm i think their their knowledge base is is very good um but now you're doing it with 21 other guys out there and coaches screaming at you and and situational awareness and all, all those things that add up quickly what has Dakota done to assert himself as as a leader of this team, or or even just kind of assert himself to get into the role of, of being on the team? Yeah, off the field, um, you know, he's been around a ton. He's been around the offices a, a lot and did a did a great job of, um, you know, according to all these guys of of hey, you know, whoever Darren Carrington or so and so, let's run out and do some extra this or that, and and so from that standpoint, that those reports were all positive. And as Coach Helfrich mentions, Dakota Prukop. You'll now hear from the transfer from Montana State. The fifth-year senior ended his MSU career as an Associated Press FCS first-team All-America QB following in the footsteps of Vernon Adams. And I think that turned out pretty well. Adams held the same honor as Prukop when he transferred from Eastern Washington a year ago. Prukop's been on the Eugene campus since January, but were there any nerves on the first day of spring practice? Uh, surprisingly, no. Uh, I've been anxious. I've been waiting for this for quite a while now. Um, it was it was exciting. It was fun to get out there with the guys. Finally, I've been here all off season, uh, just itching for today, and it came and it was everything I expected. How do you feel in terms of grasp of the offense? How do you feel running running things out there? Oh, it's get, it's getting there. Uh, I feel comfortable, but it's fast. They're at a whole another whole another speed. It's like hyper speed. And I know we're not even pads yet, so we're probably going slow motion for everyone else. But it's fast. But in terms of uh, the offense conceptually, I'm feeling comfortable. But you know, there's things I got to work on. And going at that speed, you got to process a little faster. Um, but I'm feeling comfortable, and it, it's easy when you got uh, great athletes around you you know what do you want to try to get accomplished in these 15 practices oh a whole lot a whole lot um but you know first and foremost i want to develop better relationships with the players i want to get to know the guys on a personal level um i want to you know by the end of the by the end of the 15 days if i can look back and i feel like i've commanded the offense i'm going to feel comfortable and i'm going to be happy with how it went more of a vocal leader or someone who leads by example? Well, I don't really believe in leading by example. I believe in the process. You lead by example into, you know, so you can put some weight behind your words, but that doesn't take very long. Guys realize right away, hey, this guy, he's a consistent guy, he's a consistent leader. I know what I'm going to get out of him. And then you can lead vocally and you have weight behind your words. But the term um, leading by example, I think, you know, that's a that's just a good teammate. That's a guy that works hard and does his job, but he shuts his mouth. A leader, if he has influence, you know, I think it's best that he puts it on uh, other people. So, you know, vocal leader, I would say all leaders are vocal leaders. How comfortable are you with the playbook as of right now? I'm, I'm as comfortable as uh, I think I can be. Uh, you know, day one install, that's just day one. You know, by day three install, so six days from now, 
Uh, there's going to be a lot more in, and then you can ask me again. But as of right now, I'm feeling extremely comfortable with it. The biggest thing is adjusting to the tempo and the speed. How would you describe your, describe your game, Dakota? You know, great runner is what it sounds like. Uh, how do you wing it? I mean, do you, are you pretty comfortable with all your throws? Yeah, extremely comfortable. Uh, describing my game, if someone were to describe me, I would like to them to use the word consistent. Um, you know, I want to be a consistent quarterback. I want to take the most high percentage throws. Uh, you see out there today, a lot of my completions were flat routes. And we're playing a cover four team. They're going to give us the flat, so I'm going to hit the flat. That's a high percentage throw. Uh, every once in a while, you know, even on some of the it's, – it's a little different because I'm used to seeing when you got a receiver and a DB right here, the receiver's not open. Mm -hmm. But these guys, when it's like this, you get you to throw the ball to the receiver and they'll go get it. But uh, So there's a couple times I was like, ah, you know, that's not a high percentage throw. I don't know if I want to take that, you know. But uh, something I'll get used to. But if, uh, you know, one term to describe my quarterback play, I'd like to hear it be consistent. Have you watched Vernon? Did you watch tape on Vernon? Yeah, I did. I, I, I've, watched, I've watched all the games from last year so far. He threw a great deep ball. I mean, he did. I, I, do you figure you're, you, you could throw a ball that well? or mm -hmm. I could throw a deep ball um, extremely well. But, uh, you, know, I haven't, you know, I haven't practiced with him. I haven't thrown side by side to him. But I'm very confident in my own ability. But at yeah. the same time, you know, uh, hats off to Vernon Adams. He throws an outstanding deep ball. Um, I would say, you know, two years ago when we matched up, at uh, Eastern Montana State. He definitely threw a better deep ball than me then. Uh, I can't say if he throws a better one uh, now. I hope he doesn't, but uh, you know, I'm not going to you know, jump to that and this or that. Who, who have you been working with in terms of the center's uh, con consistency? Today was my first day of season cues. We call it season cues. It's a period just where you work the center and quarterback exchange. And uh, I think today I had Jake. Jake Hansen? No, no. Uh, sorry. 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 Today's obviously your first day, but do you, what's the personality of this group like? What's this team like? Oh, this is a fun team, uh, just energy. But, you know, it's hard to truly tell because first day, everyone has energy. Every team in the country has their best practice first day in terms of energy. So, but uh, a lot of energy. But, uh, you know, I feel really welcomed here. And that's something, you know, I remember being a freshman at Montana State, and it's tough coming in, new guys that, you know, they've all been together. Sometimes teams can have clicks here and there, but, you know, that's not here. And that's, that's one thing that's been surprising is, you know, I expected them to be welcoming, but this welcoming, it's kind of blown my mind a little bit and, you know, just further, you know, proves I made the, the right choice coming to Oregon. Has anyone in particular kind of like shown you around? Or uh, there's been, you know, there's been a lot of guys. Uh, Farrell Brown uh, was the first person that really contacted me. Uh, I've hung out with uh, Kanai quite a bit, Cam Hunt quite a bit. When I was down in San Diego, me and Cam Hunt got together. That was cool. Uh, but all sorts of guys. Taj Griffin, I've been throwing with him quite a bit. But, uh, you know, really it's not, you know, I can't really say this guy because, like I said, everyone's so welcoming. It's not a clicky team at all. And, uh, you know, they're fun guys to be around. What's, what's it like coming from Montana State? Uh, to the University of Oregon. It's a lot warmer. Team. It's a lot warmer. <laughs> Meaning uh, that this is a team that wants to and expects to be top 10, mm -hmm. top 15, and you're kind of stepping right into it. Well, a no, bit of I, think, you know, I came here. Looking at you yeah, too. yeah, no, I came here because this is a team that expects to win the national championship. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not here, you know, out here like, oh, you know, we're winning the national championship. It's my first practice here. But uh, this is a team that expects to be number one, and without that expectation, you can't be number one. You can't reach a goal you didn't set for yourself. <laughs> so uh, that's one of the reasons I came here. I'm excited to be here, ex excited to be about a program that ex uh, you know, d expects success. But they know, they know how to uh, achieve success. They've been there. They've been in the national championship. They've been in the Pac-12 championship. They know what steps you need to be taken to get there. So, you know, this is, you know, that's why I chose and, this team. And you can grasp that. I mean, you can grasp it. Oh, this, that's a cool you know, thing. If I, it's right if I there win in front this, of you. I'm going right to be there. an important cog. Yeah, it's, it's right there in front of you. Um, and, and that's a neat deal just knowing that, uh, you know, it's expected. It's, it's expected to be number one. 
it's not this you know far off goal that you know hey if things fall in our way if the chips fall our way then we can get there it's an expectation we have the tools to do it we have the coaches to do it we have the facilities to do it also you know we have the training staff the nutritionists we have everything to do it the tools now it's just up to us to get the job done Brucott not the only person having to get used to the expectations at Oregon his quarterbacks coach is doing so as well David Yost joins the Ducks after three seasons at Wazoo. His official title also includes passing game coordinator, and he should certainly be an expert on that after spending his time as inside receivers coach in Pullman, where the Cougars twice led the nation in passing during his tenure there. So he's used to quick offenses, but even he was impressed by the pace of Oregon's opening practices. There's a lot of energy. Everybody's bouncing around. Uh, We got to... And we get a lot of plays here really, really fast, so it, uh, I mean, it kind of cranks up from the get-go. I think uh, other places I've been the first days are kind of a little bit more feeling, feeling through it a little bit and everything. And this is, uh, I mean, we're full speed from the time we hit the field to the time we get off of it. So it's a lot of energy and a lot of action happening. New job. Nerves at all for you today going into this practice? Oh, yeah, you're always a little bit just to make sure I'm in the right spot at the right time. I, I think I sat down with every coach at some point, asked them where I was supposed to be for every drill and wrote it down on my practice plan and had a lot of notes to make sure I, when the whistle blew, as I told the players, I said, when the whistle, when the horn blows, make sure we're running somewhere and we'll figure out if we're running the right spot or not. We're, as long as we're moving, we won't get in trouble. Have you had much experience coaching with the tempo that, that they work here? Uh, yeah, we, we were, uh, we did some similar things at Missouri with it. We were a, a tempo kind of spread option. Uh, so a lot of similarities that way. So that's been, uh, those, there's a lot I can draw back on that. Different than what I was at with Washington State. That wasn't the uh, kind of the focus and everything. But it's fun to kind of keep the tempo, keeps the energy going. And, I mean, it's loud at practice from the players running around and all the communication going on, but also the uh, music. So it's really a, it's a good experience for them. Communication and terminology a lot different, or is it somewhat similar to football in general? Uh, it's a lot different than what we did at Washington State. Uh, some similarities to what we did at Missouri. I mean, different words in that, but a, how you kind of call plays, how you break things down, how uh, structurally it's uh, called and everything. There's a lot of similarities, just kind of learning the learning the languages, translating what we call uh, run play here is a, a lot of times numbers, and what we called it at uh, other places have been words. So you just kind of have to figure those as as you go, and it's just remember them in your head. During these next four weeks of spring ball, can you kind of take us through what you hope to accomplish? Both you kind of integrating yourself as a coach in this program, and also what you want to see out of your quarterbacks. I want to get to kind of know them as far as the type of practice player they are, the type of meeting guy they are, so we can communicate. Because um, quarterbacks, coaching quarterbacks is different. I mean, you coach one guy at a time. You kind of get a very close relationship with them. You know what's going on with them on the field, off the field, and all those things. But get a feel for how, what motivates them, what, how can I get them to be the best player they can be. I mean, every guy's a little bit different. What's going to drive them to, to do it the way we want them to do it. And then just kind of fine-tuning all those things so we can execute at the, at the level that's kind of the expectation is here. I mean, the quarterback position has been – a great position here for a long time with a lot of great players and that's just kind of we carry the mantle and we got to kind of keep it going that way. Sorry if you've been asked this but impressions of your guys today? Oh it was a good first day I mean I think Dakota it was good to kind of uh, kind of break the glass and get the get things moving but he threw the threw the ball pretty good found completions there were a couple times and he came back and knew it right away looked this guy the wrong way or I could have went here and but uh, he was trying to find completions and doing those things Travis really I was kind of impressed with having kind of a lot of the fall off that he was able, I mean he has a good mastery of the offense knowing what he's doing getting the ball out to the right guys and everything we got to improve our deep ball throws and then Terry Wilson I mean for a guy that started school yesterday started calling plays this morning he 
I thought he'd be uh, swimming a lot more than what he was, but he was actually getting the, a lot of the calls done and everything. We helped him out as best we could, but he got a lot of, a lot of the right things done. So we were able to, I mean, I think he improved today, and, I, and he's a kid that's going to not be happy with what he did today. I mean, he walked out the field and said, I was swimming coach and all this, so he'll work even harder, and so tomorrow will be a better day. How far do you think uh, spring practice will go towards establishing your, establishing your practice order depth chart? Oh, I mean, that's all part of the deal, and I mean, I'm, I just, we're going to go out there and just get better every day. I always tell the quarterbacks, they decide the depth. All I do is evaluate it, and me and the offensive staff will just evaluate what they're doing and figure out who, who's going to be the guy that leads us the best and, uh, and should be at the top of the thing, and that'll kind of take care of itself as we go. So, and this is the first step in everything, and we kind of reevaluate that every day or every few days to make sure we're getting the right guys, the right reps. All programs like to pride themselves on off-season conditioning. Any um, observations on how these guys came in ready? Uh, were you surprised that they were ready to go? Oh, no. I, I mean, I think it's because of the amount of experience you have coming back. Uh, they know what it takes to practice here. It's not like we're changing how practice is run, so they know how hard it is and how, how intense it is and how fast everything's going to be. So I think they kind of keep themselves in that position, and it's not like a shock to them. I mean, the guys you see, they're a little bit shocked to the guys that are new. Um, Dakota running around and doing some of those things, and, I mean, he got a lot more reps today than what he what he did before. And, uh, I mean, Terry Wilson, I mean, if you went to Dell City High School practice last year, they didn't get – he probably got as many reps today – run as the number three quarterback as he did last year as the one quarterback back home. So um, that's uh, – but I think our kids kind of understand how practices run, what the expectations are, so they kind of keep themselves in that kind of game-ready or practice-ready kind of uh, climate. You ready for that? Oh, sure. <laughs> I, I enjoy bouncing around and everything. I wish I was more athletic, but that's that's not my fault. That's my mom and dad's fault. Now, remember when Prukop talked about his deep ball earlier when compared with Vernon Adams? Mm-hmm. I could throw a deep ball um, extremely well. I would say, you know, two years ago when we matched up at uh, Eastern Montana State, he definitely threw a better deep ball than me then. Uh, I can't say if he throws a better one uh, now. I hope he doesn't. Well, Coach Yost had a little fun with his new quarterback when asked the same question. Uh, those are good. We struggled with the deep ball today a little bit. It looked like we were throwing grenades, and I don't know if we'd have killed anybody with them, but that's why we got a few extra throws at the end and hit hit those, look good there. So we just got to get used to how fast. We got some fast guys on the outside. We just got to throw it early and throw it far so they can go run underneath and get it. But no, the ball comes off his hand really, really good. One of those wideouts, Prukop, and the other QBs are throwing to now includes a guy who held an Important role in the Ducks basketball team and their run to the Elite Eight. The weave outside takes it all the way inside. Oh, mamma jam! That's a poster shot right there. Blaine Benjamin. You'll see that one later on SportsCenter. Behind the back dribble. Going to give it out to Benjamin. A long three. Oh, that's ice water for you. Yes, Dwayne Benjamin traded in his basketball shorts for a helmet and pads during week two of camp. And reporters were eager to get Coach Helfrich's thoughts on this possible new weapon for this high-powered Ducks offense, along with an update on the second week of spring practice. <laughs> he was out there, yeah. He didn't obviously do a lot, just trying to uh, get get involved uh, with things. But, yeah, he was out there and, and way too early to determine uh, what's next. Just, just trying it out, getting his feet wet for Dwayne? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... it's uh, you know, the, the, you're just in practice. You're moving so much faster. Do, you know, it's a different sport, obviously, for him than than uh, even even Jonathan in terms of, of meshing into it. And we were we were laughing last week that, that you know the team was a lot better this year, so that hurt him in terms of the, the transition period, um, which is a good thing. Did you watch film on him in high school? Because he was pretty phenomenal in high school, wasn't he? Have you watched any tape on him? 
Um, yeah, he was, I think his uh, football recruiting is being a little overblown in terms of what I've seen reported. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll find out. It's just way too, early, you know, way too early to tell. Is that kind of more you're just looking at the athleticism you've seen of him on the, the basketball court versus really old football tape from, you know, when he used to play or whatever? As far as? As, as you know, having him out there, is it, is it just obviously the, the upside is his athleticism, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, I mean, anytime you know he approached us, and 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 so anytime you got a, a chance to talk to a guy, and certainly, obvious, you know, we're talking to the basketball coaches about uh, the kinds of things that he may or may not bring to the table, and so uh, yeah, it's just kind of in experimental phase right now. The quarterback evaluation so far, I know it's early, but how's it looking? They're all they're all improving. They're all um, you know they're all. The, the, again, at this stage, there's so many, so many moving parts, and, and uh, you need to know when it's your fault. You need to know when it's somebody else's fault, and and especially those three new guys, they're they're not they're not sure whose fault it is yet, you know. And that that's part of the the uh, development of those guys. But they've all done some really good things uh, today. That that um, you know the defense was presenting a bunch of um, different different looks today, and they all did some really good things and did a couple things that will just be you know hit yourself in the side of the head and, and not do it next time. How much do you want to see some of the younger guys, like maybe Travis Johnson, kind of take that approach of you guys brought in a new guy, but I don't want him to be a starter over me sort of thing, like like with Krukov? Well, absolutely. Hopefully they're approaching it that way regardless. Uh, you know, that the, if you're Marcus Mariota last year or two years ago, you're doing the same thing. Um, but he's Travis, is, Travis just hasn't been able to practice since he's been here, and which has been unfortunate, and you can – He's getting more and more comfortable every day. Um, did some very good things today that, that we've never seen before, and so um, for you know it's really new, you know, in terms of, of uh, you can see him kind of almost like reassuring himself that, that yeah I can do this, and and so uh, yeah we want we want you know competitive spirit at every every spot. Well, Helfrich wants competition at every position. It's hard not to focus on the transfer proof cop. He's already got a head start on where Vernon Adams was last year as Adams did not practice with the team until late into preseason camp. So how was week two of spring ball for Dakota? We have a lot more offense in, but in terms of adjusting to the tempo, um, I feel much more much more comfortable running the offense. You got pads on now. Does it feel a little more like real football than the first couple it days? It does. It feels great. You know, I haven't had pads on since last November. Um, you know, extremely happy. And I, you can tell there's a lot of energy with the guys, you know, and uh, in that last period, we, we did a live period, and got you know guys love that. We did a little Oklahoma drill today, so it was fun. You were in that Oklahoma drill? I was not in the Oklahoma drill. It's uh, kind of a rule of thumb to keep the quarterbacks out of that drill. So it was fun to watch, though. How's the offense coming along for you? It's it's going great. I'm exactly where I want to be. Um, of course, you know, there's always things you can improve on, but in terms of running at the high tempo and you know having an understanding of what's going on all around me and making you know kind of you know managing the offense and you know making sure guys are where they need to be, I'm feeling really comfortable. What are you trying to do in the spring in terms of developing your leadership skills while also uh, you know getting a feel for the offense and, and getting a feel for how to run things? Yeah, you you hit um, on both the points. One, it's just making personal connections with multiple players on the team. Uh, as many as I can through the spring. There's a lot of guys on the team, but having personal relationships, uh, that's you know kind of the first step to, 
developing, you know, kind of good team, team chemistry. In terms of managing the offense, at the end of the spring, if I can look back and feel like I understand the entire offense, uh, like the back of my palm, then, you know, I'm going to be pleased. In terms of level of contact they want and don't want quarterbacks taking, can you take advantage of your abilities as a runner and kind of work on that within the framework of the offense? Oh, you know, that's always a funny thing, you know, especially when there's a quarterback competition. Oh, this guy, you know, he can run. You, know, you can't really see that in the spring. But the way I look at it is, uh, you know, take that tool away and make sure it makes you kind of focus on maybe other things a little more. So, yeah, well, you're not going to be running as much. I don't think it's – if anything, that's actually good for a quarterback. I think it forces him to sit in the pocket and make his reads and take his check downs instead of, you know, yeah, he could scramble out, get five yards here, but let's force him to sit in the pocket and take his five-yard check down. And I think it develops quarterbacks better. So I'm, I'm totally for it. I'm all for it. I remember early on in my career, I remember thinking, man, you know, if I take this darn red jersey off, you know, I could be better. You know, I could get better. I could, you know, prove that I'm a better quarterback. But uh, I, I completely disagree with that now. I think it's it's good to have the red on the uh, quarterbacks in terms of, you know, developing a quarterback. What about the design run zone where the quarterback is designed to do an option run? I mean, yeah. how do you handle that? Well, you know, we don't really have a whole lot of design quarterback runs. We'll have. You know, almost all of our run plays have an option where the quarterback can, you know, read it and take it. But uh, that's another thing. It really forces you to make the absolute correct read um, to the point where when you pull it, it's very clear that you made the right choice, you know, because no one's within, you know, five yards of you. And it's very clear you're going to get five to ten yards. So there's not a true, like, you know, we're not out here running quarterback power and quarterback counter. But uh, (laughs) uh, maybe if you want to do wildcat and put, you know, Royce at quarterback or something, do that. How do you feel about all the weapons around you offensively? Does that excite you? Yeah, it's a treat. It's exciting. Uh, You know, I've caught myself a few times throwing a bad ball or not exactly throwing it where I'd I'd like to, and the receiver goes and gets it. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm not used to that. (laughs) You know, like that turns a bad play into a really good one. I'm like, it just just shocks me. I'm just like, oh, gosh, that worked out, I guess. You know, so I'm not used to that. But uh, at the same time, you know, I I got to put those guys in uh, better situations to make big plays. You know, instead of an underthrown ball, you know, you know, let it hang it out there and let them go get it. So that's one thing I really haven't fully adjusted to is the speed of a you know deep field route with the receivers. Did uh, you get a chance to work with Dwayne Benjamin today? Um, I didn't. I didn't. You know, he, he, I'm sure his head's spinning, uh, putting in all this new stuff. He hasn't played football in shoot four years or whatever it may be. So, uh, but I saw him out there running around, and uh, I know I saw him talking to DC quite a bit, and. Uh, looks like they're taking them right in, you know, and that's that's what I expect of this team. That's how they did it with me. I came in, they took me in, then I take him as him in as well. Dakota, when is the last time that you were part of a quarterback competition? Um, Back to high school. No, uh, shoot, for uh, my last job at Montana State, I got a pretty deep quarterback competition. I was there for a while, so that was, uh, and that competition lasted like a year and a half. And I had another one in high school. So it's a very normal thing. I, I love them. I love quarterback competitions. I think they bring out the best in everyone. And we kind of had that talk in the quarterback room. I was talking to Travis, and um, me and him specifically talked about it. And I was just like, dude, you got to look at this in a positive light because if you beat me out, I mean, you're going to do awesome. Or, you know, however you, you want to look at it, you know, because that's how I look at it, as him beating me. And so I'm just kind of giving the advice. Don't take it as a, like a negative, you know, turn it into a positive. And uh, you, can, you can really develop your skills as a quarterback constantly being under pressure every single practice. And just kind of having that pressure loom over you, I think it's good for you to get comfortable feeling uncomfortable in competition. So you do you think about that pressure then and the, the chance that Travis Johnson may come out here in spring ball, have, um, a, have a great You know, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to say that way because 
you know, every quarterback is so confident in their own ability. And if you get stuck, and it's the same thing, like, if you, if you want to win an, you want to win a championship, you're not out here thinking every day, I want to win a championship, I want to get a ring. You know, no, you're thinking about doing your job and winning the day. And the same thing with the competition. You're not thinking about, oh, what's the other guy doing? What's the, you just focus on yourself, developing yourself, you know, so at the end of the day, you can go home, look in the mirror, and be like, you know, I, I did the best I could do today. So your relationship with some of the younger guys, it's, it's going well so oh, far. Oh, it's outstanding. We have such we have a great room. We have a fun room, um, and that's one thing. You know, Coach Yost brings a lot of uh, positive energy to our quarterback room. But uh, it's a great group of guys. Everyone's real positive. Everyone likes each other. We enjoy meetings, so it's a, it's a lot of fun. I, I could say it's it's the best entire quarterback room I've ever been a part of. Oh, it's cool. Were you expecting that? Because it could potentially be an awkward situation having um, a guy you know, come I didn't in. Know, you know? I didn't know what to expect. I think that was the one kind of area that was, you know, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to get here. But um, it's just like anything, you know, go in, focus on doing your own job. And, uh, you know, football works itself out. How about Coach Yost? How, how can you compare him to other coaches you have? What does he bring? Well, say? you know, I've only had him for a couple practices oh, now. But from, what I've, but, yeah, but from what I've seen, you know, I, you know, I, I gel with him real smooth. I see him. He's a, he's a real personable guy. He can, he can coach each player how they are best coached, and you can kind of see him adapt from player to player, and I think that's a great coaching skill to have, so he's doing an outstanding job. So Prukop and Coach Yost adjusting to Oregon and at the same time gelling with each other over the first couple weeks of practice. And we'll continue to update you on spring practice with another podcast next week. But before we go, remember, the spring game is on Saturday, April 30th at 11 a.m. at Autzen Stadium. We've also got you covered on the radio as well, beginning at 10 a.m. right here on the Oregon IMG Sports Network with the whole cast and crew, Jerry, Georgie, Terry, and Joey. And we certainly hope you can join us for that and hope you enjoyed listening to this as well. I'm Chase Morgan, and this has been the Oregon Spring Football Podcast. You've been listening to the Oregon Spring Football Podcast on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. A special thanks to University of Oregon Athletics Director Rob Mullins. The Oregon Spring Football Podcast is an exclusive presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports. I want him to get drafted as high as I can. I mean, that's coming out. We'll see. After the regular season, after the bowl season, there is another season. Draft season. As soon as the confetti rains down on the NCAA champion, a crop of college football players officially become NFL prospects. These players' new goal is to convince 32 NFL front offices that they cannot be missed. The road to the pros isn't the same for everyone. There are stars derailed by injury. His season is over following surgery. Tropera torn meniscus in his right knee. Blue chip talents overshadowed by red flags. Yeah, I was like, yo, we want this party. Let's pop this before we go. And I thought, well, everybody else here is doing it. I guess I can do it. 
QBs trying to prove they can become the face of an NFL franchise. Just tune out the noise and just really focus in on doing what you need to do to be the most prepared you can. I'm Ben Glixman, and over the coming weeks, Sports Illustrated's team of reporters will give you a behind-the-scenes look into one of the craziest and most compelling events in sports. The draft goes deeper than seven rounds. Each pick is a player. Each player has a story. Get ready. It's draft season. To subscribe to this podcast, search for Draft Season on iTunes or find it at si.com slash draft season.